Hey guys, welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are going to be discussing the Emmys. Very different this year. Um, a lot happened. And the good and the bad, we're going to discuss it all. And let's just say, I think it was a pretty good Emmys. As far as all of our best friends winning. Yeah, I would have to agree. And I would say good, basically good, considering that I think we were all like, how is this even going to go? Like, yeah. is it going to be good? And I think that it was like kind of surprisingly boring at parts when I kind of thought it would be like really Too bad. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that overall it was like kind of calm. Yeah. Except for exciting wins, obviously, but yes. Yeah. So we will get into that. Um, but first, news. Jordan, what's a piece of news that you have for us? Well, obviously, I have to top of the list is anything Tiger related. Um, and I, I'm, I'm not sure if this is a show that we talked about a while ago that didn't really have any information about it. But it this is if it is the same show, this is like more information, more official. And it's about a period comedy called Our Flag Means Death that is exec produced and uh, at least one episode directed by Taika Waititi on HBO Max. And um, Hollywood Reporter says that it's loosely based on the adventures of Steed Bonnet, a pampered aristocrat who abandoned his life of privilege to become a pirate. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like a wild and crazy Taika plot. It's very silly. Um, and I don't, it doesn't say anything about, like, Taika playing the lead or anything, even though it kind of sounds like it's up his alley. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know any casting information yet, but obviously extremely excited about that. Yeah, that's great. I hadn't even heard about that. Well, I'm happy to share this good news with you. Thank you for spreading the good word. Mm-hmm. Something I'm very excited about is that the podcast Song Exploder um, is going to be turned into a Netflix series. And... Um, Song Exploder, the podcast, uh, is just where musicians like will take apart a singular song piece by piece and like tell the stories of like how it was made. And um, I have listened to a few episodes of that podcast and love it. And I am very intrigued to watch it on Netflix. I wish I was more interested in the people that have already been announced to be on the show i know like lin-manuel miranda um which i mean we've heard a lot about hamilton i think we know where that came from (laughs) um but alicia keys and uh rem and ty dollar sign i mean ty dollar sign um anyway i think that's exciting and will be like a fun um addition to netflix's kind of like more reality based shows cool well plus it's like um i don't know sometimes i think about uh behind the music Mm -hmm. from vh1 olden olden days 
and um, I really miss stuff like that. Yeah, me too. So, wow, that's cool. And yeah, I feel like um, those are all really big names. And so it's like just going to keep growing and growing and totally sounds amazing. I haven't I didn't hear about that. So we're both learning a lot. It's great for us. (laughs) I love to learn. (laughs) What a fun time. Um, This podcast actually just turns into me and you trying to teach each other something that the other person doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um. I have a lot to learn. I feel like <laughs> I I feel like that happens every day anyway. I'm like, I need advice about something big or small, Taylor. <laughs> and right back at you. <laughs> um well, something I'm extremely excited about is that they announced that Tatiana Mislani is going to star as She-Hulk on a, the Disney Plus series and this is a show I had zero interest in before, um, and now I have, like, 100% interest in it mm-hmm. because Tatiana, she is just, like, one of the best actors out there, period, and I feel like the people who love her love her, but it's, like, we need to get her out even more into the, like, for the masses, you know, and... I feel like that's already pretty buzzworthy and I couldn't be more excited about it. I am obsessed with her. And so, yeah, like I, I, I saw said, this, I saw this news and I actually didn't even bookmark it because I just assumed that you would have seen it and would talk about <laughs> it. So I'm glad I was right. You were, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm stoked. It's so, it's just like recently my, I converted my dad to watch Orphan Black and he was like, how much she he like was obsessed with trying to figure out how much she was paid per episode because he was like she should be making millions and millions of dollars per episode of this one show because she's like so hardworking and like carries it on her back playing several different characters and so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see what she does with this because she's also really she does she's had to do a lot of like action stuff um and she's really good at it so I'm excited and I don't even know anything about the character she hulk I mean either except for that name tells me a lot, you know, but yeah. other than that, I don't really know anything else. So <laughs> very excited. I don't know. Are they, or is it Hulk's sister? Is it Hulk's wife? I, is it just like a separate Hulk? Yeah. I don't know if it's like the, honestly, I don't even remember the origin story of regular Hulk. Like whatever happened to him, did that also happen to her? I don't know. Great questions. So excited to learn wow that's the theme of this episode (laughs) Uh. and a very exciting piece of news in my world is that it is rumored that amazon is going to be producing um an untitled picture based on the uh the book my policeman with the one and only harry styles and lily james <gasps> what a pair i know okay. and like it came the same week that it was announced that harry styles was cast in olivia wilde's new movie with um florence Pugh. so it's just like a lot to i was just gonna say like what a week for harry himself and for his ultra stands of which you are the captain thank you thank you very much mm-hmm. um Anyway, I don't know much about the novel, except I know that it is 
um, takes place in like the late 1990s and it's kind of about uh, uh, an underground like passionate like gay relationship when being gay was illegal. So I don't know if Harry, um, who he's playing, um, but very excited no matter what. Wow. Yeah. Are you tempted to read the book? No. Just because I'm not a book reader. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I should be, but didn't even cross my mind. (laughs) Well, sometimes it helps to not be tainted too much or like biased, you know, before you watch something. So I think that's understandable. Um, My last piece of news is... um, the so there is a harley quinn cartoon that um hbo max picked up and i actually watched the so there's two seasons of it and i watched it it's on hbo max and the cast is like kaylee cuoco um is the voice of harley quinn lake bell plays poison ivy and tony hale is in it and there's like a billion different cameos of like a bunch of great famous people um I thought it was really funny and cute and um, it just got renewed for a third season. And a lot of people are really excited about it. Wow. That's great. I didn't know. I think I did know. I'd heard you talk about that, but I didn't know that you watched it and you liked it. Yeah. I just, I just decided to watch it one day, especially because like when it's on HBO max, I'm like, Oh, cause it used to be on, like I had heard about it and I heard that people were really liking it. Um, but it was on like a weird DC universe, like streaming thing. And it's like, well, like, I'm never going to watch that, but mm-hmm. if it's on something I already have. Then yeah, I'll give it a try. But yeah, it was good. And, um, so that's good news, especially because it is, it's like, we've all been kind of starved for anything superhero, like female driven stuff. And now it's kind of like, cool, cool, cool. Finally. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, my last piece of news is they are doing a friends table reading, but all the characters are being played by black people. And I think that's amazing. And like Kendrick Sampson is going to be like reading the part of uh, not Chandler. <laughs> uh joey joey i can only think of like jesse or jeremy and i was like (laughs) i know those aren't right that's like some off-brand friends show Mm -hmm. and i'm like looking at my phone looking at this gif and it's like all of their heads replace the heads of the person they're reading for so i was like very distracted by this photo because um also like sterling k brown is reading the part of please say ross yes ross oh my gosh okay i had not heard any of this i know i just saw something about it today because gabrielle union is hosting and yeah it looks like it will be very interesting and i would definitely watch that so oh yeah i mean already like those three names are huge also emmy winner um uzo is going to be playing um i think she's playing rachel oh my gosh can they just like make this a series like recreate literally every single friends episode but with this cast yeah seriously oh my gosh that is so awesome 
And that's my last piece of news. Do you have anything else? No. No, that's all. Great. All right. So for our top three this week, per usual, um, discussing our top three favorite dressed outfits, looks, L-E-W-K, mm-hmm. from the Emmys, which is a little tricky, I would say, as there wasn't like a formal red carpet. Basically, any look had to be from like someone presenting or like Instagram, like seeing it posted by the person. Yeah, it was it wasn't like all kind of the like non-nominees kind of like C-list people who often have some of the best fashion. Mhm. But none of that this year. But nope. then so I was kind of surprised though because then I was just saving like screenshots. I was like, "Oh, that was one of my favorites." That was one. and I was like, "Oh, now I it's kind of hard to narrow it down." Yeah, I had the same problem. There were some clear winners for me and I we might be overlapping here because there were some that just like stood out so much. Mm-hmm. I'll go first with my number three. When this person walked out on the stage, my mouth dropped and Jordan can testify to this, but um, Cynthia Arivo, her dress was so good. I gasped audibly and um so much so that that's actually my number one (laughs) (laughs) I was worried about that it's just like I feel like at first when she was there like when she walked up and was started to do her spiel Mm -hmm. I it almost looked like holographic Mm -hmm. and then I was like oh it's like neon green and like shiny and purple like it was like an optical illusion to me at first or Mm -hmm. something I couldn't believe it yeah, it was stunning. Yeah, I'm glad you have that on your top three as well. And I'm glad you have that as your number one. Yeah, I that was, I mean, that one really, like, was so breathtaking that I was like, that has to be my top pick. I'd be lying if I said otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Okay, well, my number three, um, mine is... Maybe a little bit cheating, but it's a person who had two amazing looks, Regina King, um, because she had the blue dress covered in like jewels and Stunning. like poofy and it's freaking awesome. And then her actual um, acceptance outfit with the hot pink blazer and the Brianna Taylor say her name t-shirt and like her hair in like an epic bun so the two looks combined, she she's my she's my number three. Regina. Yeah. Everything about it was stunning. Yeah. I loved it all. The photos are breathtaking and definitely the best photos that anyone took. Um, this is like a side note, but I was talking with a friend about how bad the photos that are of the Shits Creek cast that they like they must have had <laughs> I hope that they didn't hire a photographer for their little red carpet because the photos are very bad. Um, I was trying to decide. I was like, who of these four had the best light? Because it's not Catherine O'Hara. She's like, Hers was the worst one. The sun is right in her eyes. I was like, oh my gosh. And it's kind of sad because the background was so cute. Like the yeah, it was flowers. beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh my gosh. I noticed that too and I was dying. Yeah, so Regina King definitely wins for... 
um, best uh, red carpet photography. Because I'm sure they were in charge of that themselves. Totally. It's like she's just on the roof and I just love with like that that white backdrop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's like we need it because her dress totally would have just blended in. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Well, my number two uh, is also had two looks and I loved them both very much. Um, Zendaya. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. That was, it was like, we were, it's like, you're screaming because she's winning the award and because that was the first time I saw her new dress. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, it was a lot of emotions all around. Shockingly beautiful. And she also had like a whole photo backdrop in her house and had great photos come out of it. Yeah. I mean, Zendaya, I feel like from the day I first heard of her, it's because, like, she does not half-ass a red carpet in mm-hmm. any circumstances. So, go Zendaya. Yeah. So perfect. If you had to choose, which of those two dresses was your fave? I have to choose? If, yeah. You do. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. It's so hard. I honestly don't even know. I loved them both so much. And they are are so different from each other. I think the first one. Maybe the like bluish one. I mean, I love that color changey factor. My I think I go with the second one, personally. Okay, well, let's ask her if we can borrow them and have a night out on the town. I would look so good in that little bandeau. <laughs> I think that's what was hit, like n- making me not pick that because I was like, I could never wear that. <laughs> I think that's why I picked it. I was like, wow, I could never wear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your next one? Okay, my number two is a man. And um, I think probably another gasp moment was... Um, seeing Jay Ellis in his dark green velvet mm, suit mm, with like mm, mm. a jewel like kind of flower brooch um it was just absolutely stunning yeah he looked hot 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 i feel like the men hot men looked extra hot last night yeah they did which for sure never going to complain about that because no. one of my it was it was basically jay i knew i wanted um, I knew that like a man wouldn't take my number one <laughs> because like you can't compete with like a suit versus like a crazy dress, you know? No. But um, it was Jay up against Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. Yeah, because his like Beetlejuice chic, so hot, very hot, he looked amazing. But I I love a colored velvet suit so much. Um, and I feel like. It gets overplayed a little bit, but I feel like Jay Ellis's was like fresh because it fit him so well, mm-hmm. and his brooch was so cool. So I absolutely loved him. Great choice. On that same note, my number one is Issa. I just like loved loved her dress so much, and I thought her whole look was just flawless. And it only made me wish that we could have seen a lot more from their whole party. Because everything I saw from her on actual Emmy's TV screen was a very, very, very small little speck of orange. 
So I'm glad that she posted mm-hmm. a lot of photos and videos on her own personal Instagram story so I could see how beautiful she looked. Yes. I mean, she looked so epic when they showed her as the nominee and she was just kind of like standing there like mm-hmm. all business and she's in the bright orange and it's like kind of got the like power suit shoulders and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's perfect. I actually almost reposted on my Instagram story last night a picture of us meeting her. <laughs> again (laughs) that picture never gets old it really doesn't what an honor (laughs) um but yeah wow amazing amazing all around i mean i already said my number one with cynthia so but never we didn't we didn't have as much overlap as i expected yeah i'm actually very very impressed yeah i'm proud of us um yeah, I mean, Carrie Washington also had a really great look, and so did Reese. I think Reese looked awesome as well. Those are my other bonus bonuses that I had, like, saved. Oh, also Tracy Ellis Ross. I really loved her dress as well. Yes. I also had Laverne Cox as a bonus. Oh, yes. See, she also looked incredible. Yeah, and I was actually, I was reading, um, I was reading about her look, and, um, I was hoping for an explanation kind of of like the symbols on her dress, like on mm-hmm. the like netting part. And the in uh cosmopolitan it just says like hieroglyphic detail. So mm. I don't maybe there's a deeper meaning that people will learn about later, but even if it's just that it looks really cool, then A plus. And I loved her hair. I was obsessed with what her hair looked like. Yeah. I loved it. That's so cool. That like lilac color, amazing. Yeah, it definitely made me want to dye my hair. You could pull it off. Thank you. Okay, well, I will say I was very, I even when the Emmys first started, I was still extremely confused on how it was going to work. I don't think they ever really laid out exactly how it was going to happen. Did you know? No. No, I okay. was completely in the dark. I was even confused because, like, um, I was listening to our friends off screen babble their Emmy kind of report episode today. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, cause like Zendaya, for example, presented an award or I don't remember exactly what she did, but she was there in person, but then she was in a separate room. So it's like everyone had their own little pods mm-hmm. that was there. But it, to me, I kind of forgot that she was, would have been there in person. So I was like, Oh, did she go home? But like, no. <laughs> so I was kind of, it was hard to tell. Who was at their own house, who was, like, in kind of a separate side room or something Well, like and I that? think they did that on purpose because they made all the rooms look different. Uh-huh. Like, for sure, Jennifer Aniston did not make it all the way home. She was definitely still in the back, especially because Jason Bateman was there, and he was there on stage as well. So, like, mm-hmm. okay, they were yeah. all there. Tracy was there. Um. Basically, the entire blackish cast was there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought it was interesting that they like m- gave them all their own little rooms and had their all their rooms look different. Yeah, to try and to honestly, like, keep up that illusion. While it was like, I didn't really have a strong opinion about seeing people there in person to like interact with Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. I actually would have preferred almost just to see more people's actual homes yeah i think that kind of would have been fun 
that's that's probably my biggest complaint. Like I loved seeing uh Carrie Washington and Reese's party and I kind of wish they would have shown a lot more of that. Like I mean we saw the Shits Creek group for a lot. <laughs> um but like um I don't know like I wish that we could have seen more from like Nicholas Holt or what? <laughs> What's his name? Are you talking about Greg? Yes. Braun. Nicholas Braun. Oh my Braun. gosh. But that's funny because like the great is relevant. Yeah. <laughs> It, wow, that's it, that, funny. I'm I'm not totally wrong. Um Yeah, I wish they would have like talked to people more. I wish they would have filled a lot more of the time like talking to people as and like what are they up to and where are they and like how are they watching and participating in the Emmys. Yeah, I agree because I think it's almost like like were they trying to make us feel like it was like they were trying to make it feel as normal of of an awards show as possible like for all of us normals at home non-celebrity people Mm -hmm. but I would have liked to see I liked seeing the more human relatable moments of all the nominees and all these celebrities that's like we're at home too like we're using zoom just like you guys do every day you know and like Mm -hmm. video calls and stuff and um it's actually funny because it's like we were just talking about like cribs vibes last week Mm-hmm. And I feel like that element would have been made the Emmys, I think, more successful personally, because there were like these little tiny moments in people's homes that would have been really fun to get more of. You're exactly right. Yeah, it was like fun to like pick it, like look more closely at um, people's homes and try to figure out like where they were, like uh, Roman kiernan colkin from succession it was like what is that on that what is that on that and what is that (laughs) on the wall (laughs) Uh. so yeah i would have liked that a lot more yeah um another thing that uh i know we both agree on is that we wish there were more of those little like um pre-recorded little um talks like, there was one with Issa, there was one with Lena Waithe, um, and I found those, like, very interesting, although I felt like they could have been a little bit more informational. They, I felt, I, sometimes I felt a little bit confused on what their point was and, like, what they were trying to say, and it, like, would cut off really awkwardly and go straight to a commercial, mm-hmm. but I think that we could have used a lot more of those and less uh, jokes by jimmy on stage alone agree i feel like um usually awards show like monologues and like the hosts bits i feel like even in a normal awards show they're like there's a little bit of an awkward factor because they're kind of like obvious jokes they're not like laugh out loud funny all the time mm-hmm. and it was like that it highlighted it that there was like no laugh track no applause like it just was weird i felt kind of awkward yeah he did what he could with what he was given. That would be very hard, I'm sure. Oh, so. for sure. It reminded me of like the live musicals they do on TV. If um some of them have audiences and those ones are good, and then there's others where there's no one else watching the musical, and so they'll finish a song and like there's no applause, and it's like just kind of strange. And that's just kind of the vibes that I felt this time, which you know, 
yeah, there's no one there. It would have been bad if they had a huge crowd there. Totally. I almost wish I almost wish they would have made it part of the bit to have like constant thunderous applause or something like that. Just just to make me feel more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they can take my feelings into account next time. That would be great. Thank you. Please and thanks. Mm-hmm. Hopefully next time they're not we're not still doing this, but who's to say anymore? Yeah, I literally can't even predict. Okay, well, that's it for my, like, notes to the creators and the directors of the Emmys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for your time. On to the next. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, Schitt's Creek sweep. Never happened before. Um, Very proud of them. Uh, I was wondering, did you see Dan posted a video on twitter of his sister sarah yes watching oh my god it's golden i love it, it. you it can't so watch beautiful. it without like smiling so no much. i w- i was i was sad that she wasn't there at their little party but that video was freaking adorable yeah it was worth it i i really don't even i wasn't reading a lot of like prediction articles so I'm not sure if Schitt's Creek was like the favorite to win or if they were kind of an underdog situation, mm-hmm. but even if it's like over time, they're for sure an underdog. So that's really fun to see because mm-hmm. like no one was really watching them when the first season was airing. And so it's just makes it that much cooler. Uh, Dan even tweeted a gentle reminder that TV shows need time and space to lay a foundation to develop and to grow in the wrong hands. The show would have been yanked off the air in season one for underperforming. And I just think that that is a really great point and will make me feel, has made me like think more about how harsh I judge like the first season of a TV show. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And it makes me more angry about when a great show is canceled after one season. Cough, cough, high fidelity. Yeah. uh, Hulu, you're on our hit list, but whatever. Um Especially when, because I do think, I mean, look at some of the, my favorite shows, like some of them have a great first season, but a lot of mm-hmm. them don't. And so mm-hmm. it's really hard to make an amazing, solid first season. And so it's really, it just makes it more heartbreaking when a great show like High Fidelity gets cut. Yeah. But yeah, it's so, yeah. Who would have predicted that any comedy right now would be able to sweep every category like that? And that it would be Schitt's Creek. Like, even a, like a year ago, I never would have ever predicted that. So No, never. So awesome. And it's just, it's also just so great seeing something so great happen to, like, legitimately great people. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, yeah, it's just, uh, feel it felt really good. And we're just really hopeful that um, the same thing will happen with Insecure next year. Yeah, we're hoping that, like, yeah, Schitt's Creek is done with their show now and next year it's insecure's turn it's like veeps out of here i was literally just gonna say it's <laughs> funny that like i never would have guessed that Shits creek would be the veep of comedy but it was seriously well and like i think that like dan and the entire cast would never have predicted that no yeah like when Catherine o'hara was the first one to win I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, I'm glad they got an Emmy. When they, and they had one, like, a smaller category Emmys earlier mm-hmm. in the week, too. But it was kind of, I think, they, like, 
they kept posting like, yay, we won an Emmy, like for like their, <laughs> they won for casting or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, we won every Emmy like that. Even they were like, so they were just excited to be nominated. And so that's always really fun to see, which kind of, I mean, not to totally change gears, but that's kind of like the Zendaya thing where it's like, it was so exciting that she got nominated. Mm-hmm. And then and for then- her to actually win, like that was that was an amazing moment. That was so crazy. Truly. And another, uh, like, breaking a record because she was the youngest person to win lead actress in a drama series. Ugh. So deserving. She is, like, she's really, like, ahead of her time age-wise. Mm-hmm. I think she's, like, really capable of a lot and just, she's really... It sounds cliche, but like when people say someone's like a force, you know, like, yeah, she is really it. Um, And it makes me really glad that I did decide to go back and watch Euphoria. Seriously. So, so late in the game, but I'm so glad I did. So I could really appreciate the work she did on that show because she really it's like if you everyone knows who Zendaya is. And she is a totally different person on Euphoria. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And it just makes me more excited for the next season. Yes. Couldn't agree more. Other things to note. Succession. They won a lot, which so pleased. Mm -hmm. And even though I do wish one of the supporting boys from the show and Sarah could have also won. I'm Mm -hmm. glad that if I had to pick one of them to win, it would have been Jeremy Strong. Yeah, I agree. He so. deserved. He he was my number one boy. <laughs> oh, he he just especially like when you binge one and two. I feel like and you really appreciate it going back and starting over mm-hmm. because Kendall's character changes so much because he becomes the he's so sad and like contained in season two and in season one. I didn't when I first started the show I didn't really love Kendall that much because I was like he is just like this pompous guy like kind of a character I'd seen before Mm -hmm. and then when he's totally just like broken in season two you're like oh like this Jeremy Strong guy is really doing a lot with this character that I didn't predict he changes almost it's almost like episode to episode that he has to like almost completely change his demeanor and character so and sometimes it's like a physical change mm-hmm. where, yeah, like his whole face looks different. Like he looks like he's carrying every sadness. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So I saw, yeah. did you see there was a picture that was posted um, from our favorite Twitter account, No Context Succession, <laughs> um, of Jeremy and uh, Nicholas Braun hanging out last night after the win. And it is like the cutest picture I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Is it where they're, they're the, on those like pool chairs? Yes, they're on pool yeah. chairs on like a rooftop. And, yeah. And uh, Kendall has like the Emmy in his hands and a, a beanie on his head and just like the dupiest <laughs> smile on his face and a glass of uh, champagne. And wow, they just look so happy and it's so fun. So amazing. And Sarah posted a really fun video to her Instagram. Um, they She had like a dance party afterwards and it was really cute. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, I have not seen that. I need to go back and watch it. You that. need to go watch it. Also, her uh, tinfoil Emmy that she made. And it's really good. Also <laughs> iconic. So iconic. Oh my gosh. Like, honestly, put that one in a museum even more than like an actual Emmy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great. It was really, it was also so fun to see Watchmen get all the awards it deserved as well. Yeah, it was like, it just felt like everybody got a little piece of the crown that of like all of the shows that we've been like yelling at people to watch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was just like extremely confirming. And very, very, very. Yeah, very, very happy for Regina. And yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, loved it, loved it, loved it. I guess that means it's time for Crush of the Week. Jordan, who was your crush? You know, um, really, really tough week to choose a crush. I Very. feel like all of the succession boys were really on their A game last night. Um, but I, I'm going with, and it's someone I already mentioned, but I'm going with Yaya Abdul-Mateen II because... I mean, he just looked so hot sitting on that couch. Yeah, and it's like it was so awesome to see him win. He is someone who should like be blowing up, and um, he honestly looks like a supermodel, mm-hmm. and he's like a fashion king, and he's like physically perfect. Um, yeah, no flaws. No, couldn't take my eyes off of him. I just feel like like go through his Instagram, and you'll be like, what. Like, why don't mm-hmm. I know this guy? You know? So every picture of him is breathtaking. It's crazy. So yeah, he in is. the literal sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So he is he was definitely my Emmy's crush. Great choice. Thank you. Um, my Emmy's crush actually reminds me that we forgot to talk about someone important. Um, but let me tell you my crush first. Okay. My crush of the night was Jason Bateman. I don't know mm. why I'm going through a really big Jason Bateman face. I'm just, I mean, I do know why. We're happy to I've have been you to his podcast. Thank you. Yeah, and one of okay, he is he's very hot to look at. But you know how I am about like voices, and he has mm-hmm. a very hot voice. Yeah, he does. That's why he has um, a very hot voice. He's nice. Yeah, he's like snarky but sweet. That is why um Zootopia is such a hot movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why someone had to walk out of it, right? <laughs> no, I stayed for the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, he's very very hot to me right now. He's having a moment with me whether he likes it or not. <laughs> Um, we're having a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing a very deep dive into his new podcast. So I was already kind of on a Jason Bateman high and then he looked really great last night was like weirdly tan and it was working (laughs) and it's true. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but reminds me, I would regret it if I didn't mention how excited I was for Julia Garner, who um, took home an award last night as well for her role in Ozark, and it she it she deserves it. Her 
acting in that show is just like absurd and makes me cry. It's so beautiful. She's just really, really great. So I'm happy for her. Yeah, I uh I mean eventually I'm gonna watch Ozark. Um, but from the clips that I've seen compared to her in other roles that I've seen, it is mm-hmm. it's like it's another case of just like a totally different person. Um and those are the, the kinds of characters that like make a show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Ozark yeah. would literally be nothing without her. So I'm sorry, Jason Bateman. I'm I mean Hot only gets you so far, you know, <laughs> which is pretty far. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm and it's exciting because she won that award last year, too, didn't she? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. So it's like very cool that she's getting so recognized and like she's still Consistent. like an up and comer. I mean, I mean, obviously, can you call someone an up and comer when they've won two Emmys consecutively? Yeah, And they're they're in like some of the most renowned TV shows. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Wow, remember how no one really cared about Maniac except us? Very unfortunate. Because she's great in that, too. Um, also, The Americans. Oh, my gosh. Which I know you need to go back and watch. Yeah. I feel, I've feel i really that. disrespected her. A lot of the shows that I are still on my to-do list are Julia Garner shows. If you wanted to give her a formal public apology, now would be your time. Julia, I'm so sorry. <laughs> And I'm sorry for the times that I almost accidentally call you Jennifer, because it happens a lot. Um, but I really respect you, and I love your curly hair, and you're a star. And Truly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess one plug, and one last plug for Julia is um, her. I saw her in a Sundance movie called The Assistant, and it's streaming on Hulu, so I highly recommend people to watch it it was very good so there's another one to add to your julia garner to watch list yeah seriously because i didn't ever see that one either and it's so crazy to think that those sundance movies were from this year very crazy so nuts well thank you for discussing all things emmys this week and that was me to jordan you're welcome (laughs) And to our listeners, thank you for listening to us discuss. (laughs) And I'm sure everyone's already on it, but next week is our 100th episode and also Pen15 week. A perfect duo. It really, yeah, came so far. And what a cherry on top. Cannot wait to spend our 100th episode talking about getting in touch with our 8th grade embarrassing selves mm-hmm. i mean that's the thing pen 15 it's really it's a soul-searching experience it <laughs> Very, really is it really is wow so come can't, prepared next week can't wait talk to you all later and thank you and bye bye